Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. So, Luca Nation, today we have someone who, you know, you've all been hearing about, but you may not know his name. I think after today's episode, you will. He's the CEO of Hybrid Grading, and that's the company that's just taken this hobby by storm the last two weeks. From the way I understand it, they use a combination of AI, artificial intelligence, with human grading. So, one, they get your orders done on time, which is a huge value add right now. And in theory, and I'm here to find out for you guys, for our Luca Nation fans, if it's objectively going to be better grading. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to Tyler Colhit. He's the CEO of Hybrid Grading, and I'm really, really excited to have you on today, Tyler. Hey, thank you. So tell us, how did this all start? Um, I'm a card collector, first and foremost. Uh, started, you know, I've collected ever since I was a kid, on and off, on and off. Really got back into it over about a year, year and a half ago. Real heavy. Um, spent I was uh, spending anywhere between ten and forty thousand dollars a week buying cards, getting into breaks, and started subbing cards again. And uh, they come back, and we would my buddies that were already been into the business a while. They started being like, "Hey, let's just uh, recrack these PSA nines. They look like they'll get tens. We'd crack them, send them back in. They come back as tens. And I'm like, "Wait a second. And then um, hit COVID. When COVID hit all the timelines started getting longer and longer and longer and they were still called a two day and then it became five days and the 10 days are a month and now 10 days are i mean 10 days at like bgs i think so over 150 days and it just gets frustrating when you're when you uh try to uh get cards graded and you need quick turnarounds to make profits on these cards for investors um or if you just want it on your pc and you got to wait a half a year or if you do a 30 day and it comes back in 270 plus days i mean it just gets old. And um, so my, my goal was to, one, fix the actual timelines. So we limited our submissions each week. Um, we'll continue to grow with our companies and our submissions. So once we continue, if we fill a week, then we will continue to expand that, expand, expand week after week to where we can try to accommodate everybody. But we'll always, we guarantee our timelines. If I don't hit your timeline, then I'll refund you and still slab it for free. Um, that's on me as an owner. I, I want to make sure that I'm 100% providing the best service possible. I'm literally beating down Facebook every day, just trying to answer everybody's messages. But um, the, the other thing was, I, I didn't like the slab, the colors of the labels. I'm like, they're just boring. I mean, they look like, you know, they've been the same color and combination, red and white at PSA forever, BGS or slab. I mean, they just, they're very boring, monotonous. Don't really add anything to the car. Don't really help it stand out. Don't compliment it. A lot of times it clashes with it. If you have like a, for example, we have a blue Chumakiki right here. Mm -hmm. uh, Chumakiki, it's you know put that with a red and white slab it just doesn't look as good and so we you know try to go about getting all of that fixed um when it comes to the actual price i just want to touch on something really really huge that i think is is a value add uh -huh. uh, and, and cage i don't know if you picked this up hybrid limits the amount of submissions they take in every week right so I they did. there's a whole bunch to unwrap there that is a huge we want to do a whole couple minutes on there but Let's start off with this. I mean, I'm going to go, whoa, I'm, I'm going to pull back the reins a little bit. I, I've i never done that because I'm Mr. Tangent and I go crazy. But Tyler just went in like 11 different directions with that. So we're going to we're gonna pump the brakes on you and we're going to ask what's just for our audience. We got thousands of people who listen and they're all going to be thrilled because I got to tell you, everybody's sitting in their basement saying, I hate the grading companies, the weights, the delays, the promises that don't get fulfilled. And, and you know, everybody who has cards says, I should just start my own grading company. 
Right. So, so one, before we get into that, tell everybody who's listening now, what's the name of your company and where they can find you? I mean, I know we talked about how your social media presence is kind of growing, but let's just, let's just start there because people are going to listen to this and say, whoa, this sounds great. I mean, this guy just dumped 9,000 great things on me, but who right. is he? So, so tell me what's the name of the company? Where's the, you know, are you on Facebook, Twitter? Where can they find you? And then we're yep. going to talk about after you do that, what I want to hear from you is that moment where you said, you know what? we have to have an alternative, right? right. It's not yep. the Republicans and the Democrats are failing us. We need right. Ross Perot has to get into this race. We need a exactly. third party. We need a green candidate. We need a hybrid, right? And I want to hear how that materialized, right? So, okay. so tell them where they can find me and then let's hear, the, let's hear the start. All right. Name of the company is Hybrid Grading Approach. And you can find us at www.hybridgrading.com. We're on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. Um, we'll be setting up Twitter tomorrow um and we have it it's, uh, you have a thing that's right we have facebook instagram and then we'll have twitter nice all right so i mean we're, we're growing and we're hybrid grading guys you can find a hybrid grading they have a web page i check it out myself it's, it's pretty awesome so tell me you know you and your friends you know you're having some drinks you know you're, you're drinking i don't know screwball peanut butter whiskey whatever it may be that day and you're like hey you know i don't like psa let's just start our own thing give me give me that story Okay. Um, a lot of my buddies were all big card collectors. And uh, after, you know, we sat there and resub cards and you're getting it and just, you know, not accurate grades. We, when we, I was like, you know what? I was like, why don't, why does none of them use machines? Why is there no machines brought into it? I was like, in a technological world that we're in, why is there no machines that actually can grade the cards? I was like, I've got money. I can do it. You know, I'm, I, I make pretty good living from what I own, other businesses as well. So I was like, I think I could probably fund this, you know, and get it going. Um, so I reached out to my development team and I was just seeing how possible it was. So we got on with some of our image processor developers and they said it's very possible. Um, they said it's a, it's a brand new technology that has to be wrapped around, but they're able to, you know, borrow pieces from different um, analyzation softwares, measuring softwares. And they, you know, I have a team of eight. We started this almost a year ago. Then I personally funded this completely out of my pocket for almost a year now. And um, with eight people, developers are not cheap. And every step along the way, it's another hurdle. It was another hurdle. It was another hurdle. Um, but we were able to pull it off. And we're going to try to get to the point to where we can show people exactly how it works without giving away too much. Because it was a lot of trial and error in the beginning by damage processing. Um, when you scan a card, you get a lot of different problems with it. One, you're not getting the right clarity. So we had to send off these scanners that we bought, these real high-end scanners. Um, you had to get them to where we are scanning them at 4,800 DPI. Then, you know, once you're scanning high images, high resolution like that, you get little shadows off the card. Well, when you're trying to analyze and catch, capture the data of the card and the out visualization of the card, you get a shadow and it wants to pick that up. So then we had to remove the shadow. Um, it's been every step along the way. It's been one thing after another. But so now you know, we have the imaging. We got all kinds of great stuff. Tyler, you're running a mile a minute and this is why I love you. And let, I have one question for you. Yeah. If you if if all you had to get signed was a samurai sword and you ran into Randy Jackson on the street, you'd get him to sign the samurai sword, right? Absolutely. All oh, right, this is it. So this, we're best friends. We're going to go do karate in the garage, me and this Let's guy. So it. I love it. We're, we're like we're kindred <laughs> spirits here. So, Absolutely. So, so, so what Andrew asked about, so so we know where to find you. And obviously, I mean, you, you've put some time, some money, some resources into this. And there are a million great things. And Andrew's first question, so we'll get into the grading it, right after this, right? So I, I do want to talk to you about the computers, the imaging, because it sounds like you're doing something a year into this that a company like PSA, for example, has been talking about doing 
but didn't actually do. So I do want to get into that. But but first and foremost, let's talk about how scaling, right? Because my, my co-host here, he's a big systems and scaling and process guy. And I'm like, ah, just go. You know, let's run against the wall. And if I, I'm big enough, I'll get through the wall. He's right. like, no, we're going to figure out a way with the bricks and the, and we'll, we'll figure, you don't have to run through the wall, moron. There's a better way of doing it, right? So we have yeah. that conversation all the time. And I can tell you, there are companies who start up and they get so big, so fast that they can't do it, right? There right. are In the card space itself, we, we promise a 48-hour a turnaround. And then the next thing you know, they have so much volume that 48-hour turnaround becomes it's six to eight thing. weeks. And then yeah. all of a sudden... All of that momentum they built up, all of that positive energy, positive is mm-hmm. gone. And in, right. in our world, in what we do, you don't get that back. You right. lose that momentum. It's done and it's done for good. They, someone's moving on to something else. So right. it sounds like what you're saying, this was Andrew's question here, that you're actually limiting the amount of stuff you'll take in this way. You can guarantee that you're getting that stuff out. And then if you see more more come in, more demand, then you're going to increase your, your, your systems, your process, and your your ability to take in more the following week. Is that, is that about right? That's correct. Right now we started off with 800 a week. Um, we know we've done a lot of sample grades of, I've got thousands of thousands. So when we were setting up the system, setting up our assembly line and graders, we can do around 1600 to 2000 a week. We set our limit at 800 because we want to make sure in the beginning, one to provide the best customer service and to get everybody's cards back before their deadline. You know, reception is everything. If I'm getting your cards back and, seven or eight days on a 10 day or 20 days on a 30 day, you're going to be much happier. I'm like, wait a second, this is different. And we want to provide a different experience. Customer service is my number one priority. And we're always going to continue to grow, but we're going to steadily grow instead of just, Hey, everybody send us your cars. We'll get them back to you when we can. That's what happens to companies who become greedy. I'm not greedy. I have money. I don't need the money. I'm doing it because I saw an issue. I didn't like it. And there was no other options. You know, I've tried, I mean, PSA, BGS, SGC came out and they had, you know, they entered the new modern market. And so I tried them, did a 20 day submission with them, got it back 146 days later. Um, I won't ever be that company. I refuse. I I will grow with what we can handle. Uh, We have have a whole team here, uh, my board of directors, everybody. We will only grow as we can handle the volume. I love it. So what I'm curious about, Tyler, and uh, I, I could attest one of the things Tyler said that um, customer service is their number one priority. So I called that number on their website and within 30 minutes, I got a call back. Um, so I could, I could mimic that. And Cage has been in this hobby for a long time and he's a PSA guy. But for me, I'm someone that wants a grading company that cares about me as the customer. Right. And I think everyone listening does too. At the same time, they're pretty skeptical, right? We have this hobby where it's like, it's always been PSA, always been BGS. They're skeptical. The reason why we're bringing you on today is I want people to understand that there are new businesses coming into the hobby every day. And that with new information, new insights, new perspectives, I'm just trying to bring a little bit of value so that people can learn and make the decision for themselves. Uh, So I'm a little curious and we'll get into the artificial intelligence. I love betting on multiple serial entrepreneurs who've had success. Mm-hmm. This business is no accident from, from what I've seen. I see, right. It sounds like you run successful businesses time and time again. Yep. Would you be able to share, you know, in like two, three minutes, your kind of your background? I think it will give a, a lot of people a little peace of mind knowing your reputation and what you stand for. Right. I, um, first of all, I mean, I started my first business. 12 years ago in the vacation industry, we ran as I ran a sales team. We sold um, travel clubs 
um, very successful. From there, I went into a title company and I've had that for eight years and we're one of the largest title companies in the real estate development field. So anytime anybody's looking to get out of their timeshare or want to transfer the deed or title ownership, they, they work with us. Um, it's a multi-million dollar company. We've been, I've been running it. I started it eight years ago, almost seven and a half years now. I mean, you can find us on the BBB A plus rating. I take care of everybody there as well. Um, but we've grown from, we grew there. We started, you know, real small, started working with a couple local resorts. And now we work in, I think, seven or eight countries through there. So I always take models and I slowly grow them. I don't try to go be first tomorrow. That's not my goal. My goal was to, you know, as a snowball effect, you know, continually pick up steam, pick up steam, pick up steam. This has picked up a lot of steam way faster than I would have imagined. We spent zero dollars on marketing or anything. My goal was I, I know enough people in the hobby. I've been in enough breaks. I know enough people were frustrated with PSA and BGS. And I'm like, listen, I'll start, you know, small trial. But when word got out and people started using us, seeing our slabs and stuff, I mean, it's just kind of, it's just been a much faster snowball effect. It's just going down a real steep hill. So picking up a lot of snow real fast. Cage, I don't know if you're curious. I'm curious. Good. If you build I'll... a snowman, the bigger the better. So, you know, good for you. Absolutely. But <laughs> nobody likes a little snowman. Nobody. You know what's curious, Cage? I, I'm thinking this is going to surprise you. Their resale value, just a few weeks in, it has been higher than PSA 9s. Oh, it doesn't surprise that? me. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, you know, really? So, so I mean, I, we'll talk about the tech in a second, but but I would imagine that right now our audience, the thousands of people in Luca Nation are intrigued is the word that, that they're probably, you know, at this point in, in our episode as they're listening, but concerned. Right. And, and obviously one concern is alleviated by the fact that you're not a 12 year old in the basement, you know, with a laminating machine, you know, putting their, uh, putting their cards there. How are you going to put Ian's card network on blast like that? <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. So, you know, like, you know, my son wants to be a grading company, you know, his, he's called Ian's authentication network. Oh, yeah. It's IAN. It's his, it's his, it's his, it's his initials. Um, you know, and people were like, hell, we'll send you cards because, and they would have, you know, because people are just really so thirsty for an alternative, right? But that said, that, that only gets you so far. You know, you, your, right. your reputation can only be, you know, your business can only be built on the other guys are bad for so long. You have to actually right. be good. Absolutely. But the, I'll tell you the biggest concern they have beyond, is this a fly-by-night operation, which you've alleviated that concern, is, is, is long-term sustainability and resale value, right? So that is going to be, right. if, I, if I were an interviewer, right, which, hey, <laughs> I guess I am. Uh, <laughs> my question for you from the audience would be, you know, what would you say to somebody who's sitting there with their cards right now and everything you said sounds good, right? They got 10 cards. They're going to send them to PSA and spend the money and get them back in a year, if they're lucky, but they right. know already what that, you know, what the resale value is, what the market's going to be. You know, they know that that's an accepted slab, let's call it in the industry. And who knows right. what yours is going to be. You're, you're going to get it back to them definitely this month, but you know, who knows about resale value on it? What, what do you tell people like that? You know, what's your answer to somebody like that? Who's hesitant to send you cards? There's a couple of different answers, you know, I give, mm -hmm. um, just depending on what kind of what, what kind of message they can bring to me, but perception. It, if you believe in the technology, you believe in my company, you believe in the growth that we're going, we're eventually going to catch, you know, or be on par with them with the, the amount of resale. Um, the other cool thing about us is since we're growing at a, at a slow, sustainable pace, 
our mar our slabs will not be flooding the market. So if you wanted, for example, a Drew Lock, this Drew Lock, if you wanted a Drew Lock because it looks cool, it would look great with your PC, you, you enjoy the labels. Um, there's not going to be they're not going to be flooded the market. So if you're following us and you want that card and you're like, all right, I really want one that's graded already, you're going to have very limited choices. So because we are smaller right now, you're going to have limited choices. And that usually, you know, limited supply versus demand. If our demand is outgoing our supply, then you're going to pay more for it. Um, we don't, we're not cheapening our product. That's another thing, you know, a lot of people are like, if you do it for $10, I'll buy into it. It's not a $10 product. Everything that we have, our cases are made here in the U.S. They're made right here in Tennessee. Um, I work with an injection molding company out of Tennessee, and everything I do is made here in the U.S. We don't send anything overseas. I'm all about, you know, trying to provide business and money for locals. My cost on these is way more than probably what these other companies have because they go overseas and get them made cheaper. I have that option. I'm not going to. I pay substantially more for them to be made here locally because I want to support other small businesses. So I think it, it's just going to be a supply and demand issue here in the beginning. If people want one of these cards like that Zion that sold for more than PSA, if they want it, it's the only one out there right now. You want it slab, you want it that one, you have to pay up for it because there's going to be 10 others that really want it versus, you know, if you want the PSA one, you know, there's going to be five or 10 out there. There's only one of mine right now. So it's just supply versus demand here in the beginning. As more people start following, it'll just be um, perception. I mean, if you believe that mine, the nine and a half of ours is not worth a BGS nine and a half, you won't pay it. If you believe that the technology behind it, then you'll pay more. I like it. I like it. Um, so, I mean, can we talk about that technology a little, Andrew? I would love to. I am intrigued. Uh, I like you, Tyler. You're. Uh, we've never had a guest like Tyler on. He's he's got a, he's got a special kind of energy from the Midwest. I love that you're keeping business in the U.S. And I think uh, a lot of our Luca Nation uh, is passionate about that, especially given a lot of the things that have gone on in the last well, year or so with small businesses. Yeah. I'd love to learn about the technology. I would. Okay. I, I can try to tell you as much as I can. Um, a lot of it are words that I don't even understand that my developers give to me and I have to sit here and look up word after word and I, I try to <laughs> I told him to actually write a synopsis of how each section is done and I'm like okay I don't know if this is too much information to reveal or not and he's like what do you mean I, I literally we yeah, had to Google it's proprietary it man sentences. it was like 30 <laughs> words we had to Google I'm like what does these even mean um, well Steve but, Jobs couldn't necessarily build the Macintosh right, right? understood how it worked and he was right. able to brand it market it and put together exactly. for it. And, that, and that's kind of what i am i'm the spokesperson for us right now um so the way it works is in order i mean that's what i was kind of going in through earlier with the scanners is we increase the dots per inch the dpi of the scan to try to get uh just better clearer scans we know we ran into a multitude of issues the quickest way that we were able to fix it is by turning the cards not into an image, but turning them into a frequency. So in order to get the surface and all the, because a lot of people were talking about like, you can't see surface blemishes, you sure can. But in order to do that, you have to revert it to, I forget the scale he uses, um, a Gaber maybe or something like that, but he turns it into an uh, to a frequency. So it literally the colors become a frequency all throughout the card. And that way you can pick up the change in frequency and throughout the middle of a card, that is not consistent with a gradual decline or increase way over my pay scale. Um, but I mean, it's very in-depth on how it works. So the surface is not an issue, uh, which a lot of people, that was our hardest, that was our hardest task of overcoming. It was a surface um, edges, corners, you know, they can be measured pretty, pretty quickly. Once we had, to, once we were able to alleviate the shadowing that we were facing um, once that was done, you know, all you're doing is you're creating 
measurements off the card. It scans, measures, gives you exact measurements. So we can also identify cut cards, um, but it, it measures them. And then once you actually get the straight measurement down, it, it gives you a straight line. It gives you your measurement of your card and it shoots us off error. So a lot of people are like, well, what's your scale and like your edges? It's computer generated right now. So it's kind of hard for people to understand if I'm like, oh, okay. If it's 0.103 errors, that's good. People might be like, well, that's bad. 0.103 is literally one little tiny nick on the corner of the card that you can't see with your eye to your naked eye. So that's what we've had to do. We've had to scan PSA uh, nines, tens, try to get baselines of what their models would be scaled or what their 10 is graded in ours. And that's where we come up with our scaling from, but we've not yet been able to take our scale from a computer algorithm parameter and put it into a usable scaling for people to be able to understand. So that's what they're working on now. Um, we have them trying to figure out the best way to analyze and help people understand, I guess, like, cause people want to know what, what, what defines that nine and a half grade, it, you know, well, we've got our parameters. Well, it's either 0.103 to 0.167, but that doesn't tell you what the errors mean. So that's something we're working on now, trying to pull out the actual data to make it more understandable to the general public. Sounds like you throw a shoe and some butterscotch and sugar in there and, you know, out pops the everlasting gobstopper. And I don't need to know what goes into it, right? I mean, this is right. you got Willy Wonka's factory going on in the background, but you have a scale and it sounds like you're taking a lot of the human element out of it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you're, you're running it through, you're scanning it through. And if it falls in this range of error, it's, yep. this is the grade, this is the yep. subgrade, this is where you're going. So, I mean, I really do like it. Um, you know, some concerns. Um, someone's going to hear this from PSA and see, watch you for the next month or two. And, you know, you got enough traction where you're starting to, uh, you know, actually get out there and do your stuff. Somebody calls you up and says, you know, Hey, here's how much money it's going to take to buy you. You're going to tell them no, right? Absolutely. Everybody who knows me knows I'm uh, the most generous person. I mean, I, I give everything away. I, I help everybody. My biggest, I mean, I've been approached at my CPA, my CFO, everybody's like, you know, sooner or later, there's going to be buyouts. Um, somebody offered you 20 million right now. Absolutely. No hundred million. I, it's not even for sale. I get, will never be for Good. sale. That's because the answer my, by the way, because yeah. people need to know that their slab is not going away. Yeah. Otherwise my, they're my not going to be. My issue yeah. is I have a vision for the company and nobody else will do the vision. Like I'll do the vision. I want to take care of people. These companies don't. They're in it to make money. They're in it to be profitable. They have stockholders. They have to actually do profit sharing. I'm private. I don't care about that. I care about changing for the better and giving a better option for the car collecting industry. Well, we love you, man. That's why uh, we need more guests like this. So people yep. have approached us to buy our podcast already. And Andrew tells them no, because no one's going to do it the way we do. Exactly. And I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it to provide value for people. It's a long-term thing. And no one's ever going to do it the way that we do it. So yeah, I love it. And by the way, guys, it's, change, it's just not, it's not the same without you. If you're listening to this, right, that's the answer you want to hear from a company like this that's starting out and is going to look to take on the bigger guys and not fold to them. Right. And, and, you know, I'm going to send you cards after this. I'll tell you myself, I'm going to send you some cards. If I get fit in your 800, you know, you might tell me, no, you can't even take it, but I'm definitely right. going to send you some cards because that's, that's the biggest concern. The biggest concern is, is, is market share. The biggest concern is whether or not this is going to be something that over the next six months, year, two years is going to hold value. And if people think you're just fly by night, you'll either fail or if you succeed, someone's just going to eat you up anyway. One of the big guys is going to take you out. Then either way, there's no sustainability to your slab. But right. hearing this, 
hearing that that's your response to to that it provides a lot more confidence to someone like me and hopefully to our listeners in trying out right i could tell you from my perspective i think there's room for a third company and i thought that company was going to be sgc so not not all cards that i submit are ones that i want to resell they're cards that perhaps i want to keep in my collection but i don't want them to lose value in a different slab so right. i gave sgc a try and just like you tyler it took about 140 days to get back a 20 day when their reps told me just four months ago that, you know, customer service is our priority. We're, we're ahead of deadlines. You know, it's right around that 20 day mark. And that's really disenchanting. Like there should be a player where it's, you know, we're new to the market, but we're consistent. We're going to turn out results in a timely fashion, like our website and our marketing says. Right. Uh, so I'm really, really excited for you and your future. I hope we get to connect again. D- Hybrid grading, I don't think we touched on this though. Maybe we'll wrap with this. There is a review, a human review at the end, right? Absolutely. So because it is newer and, it, and I try to explain somebody yesterday, they said, if computers are so accurate, then why do you have people checking or graders checking it behind? I was like, okay, same thing as in power plants or um, factories. You still have the machines making it, but you still have quality assurance go behind and just make sure the machines are still being accurate. You know, we have our developers are in there every day, making sure that the errors and everything are still smooth. But we still have experienced graders that we have hired from other companies that work for us now. And they go behind and they actually just double check to make sure that what they're seeing is exactly what the computer's seeing. Listen, machines are only machines are only as good. They have to be double checked. Imagine somebody did it with with the voting machines. I mean, you know, machines don't they're not perfect. Right. And slabs, you know, voting doesn't as as consistent as they are, you still, I mean, just like you know, fact like factories making motors and stuff and all the little pieces, you still go behind and check it. And I'm just like People who literally like, oh, so you don't really have AI if you got graders double check. I'm like, no, we do. I'm like, that that gives the initial grade. We just go through and make sure that it's fine and that it's accurate and it's consistent. It's spitting out the consistent grading that we're expecting. And people, I, I mean, it, it'll take a while to catch on. I think people think that we're taking away a step or taking away positions. No, we added positions. We have somebody that literally wipes down your cards, make sure they're 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 print free before they get scanned, so that nothing shows up. Um, it doesn't pick up like oils and stuff because the oil isn't actually scannable your oil just like changes it'll increase the frequency but it's still a smooth frequency so it doesn't show any change in the gaber scale or whatever but there's we actually increase the positions also so we have two more positions throughout our the steps that we go through versus like psa or bgs or sgc i love that you're a straightforward guy i'm surprised people would would question and given the name of your company is called hybrid grading right combination of ai and human so it's uh I think it's fascinating. I wish you all the success. I hope Luca Nation uh, gives you guys a try and maybe puts Luca Nation in the in the little note. Is do you want to touch on Cage? I don't know if you have any other questions, but maybe no, just- the, the first the last question I have for him is when you ramp up enough that you want a uh, you want a group subber. We hope you consider us as one of your first uh, you know group subbers because we do group subs. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we've been we, we've had a. It's amazing to see the response, and I, I respond to everybody from I'm up working from 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. right now, but um, I've had people from I think we're at 14 different countries right now that are trying to use us for group subs. I mean, and they're sharing their horror stories with I, I had a guy send me yesterday. He put a two day in in March uh, with one of the companies and still hasn't got a bag from Indonesia. 
And I'm just like, man, I was like, it's rough. And, you know, I feel bad for all the markets. Our goal is once we get growing here, I would like to open an international location or two in different places in uh, Europe and Asia, you know, to give them a much better, easier access instead of trying to ship all the way to here, wait on our turnaround times and ship back. So we, we're looking to expand globally as, as well as here just in this market because sports, our sports are growing. The card industry is growing worldwide. What do you see for the hobby the next five years? And we'll wrap with this. I think it's just going to continue to grow. I think it's been brought back to the limelight. The short prints of cards, all the new, uh, I, as much as I'd hate the quality control at Panini, they've done a great job on changing up variations and just making more attractive looking cards. And I think, you know, with everybody's falling behind and all these big investors coming in, I think there's nothing but growth potential for the market. Love it, brother. Cage, any, any final words? No, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, listen, you know, it's funny because you think you're going to bring in somebody else and another grading company who hates PSA and, you know, just wants to, just wants to take on the world and, and watch the establishment burn, but it's not that, I mean, there's, there's room for everybody, but you know, Absolutely. I love the website 10 days means 10 days and you're doing it the right way, right? You're not right. getting greedy. Obviously yep. people are, are, are interested in what you're doing. As long as you stick to that, I think you're going to be fine. And, you know, I mean, if there's anything we can do to help, you know, obviously this is going to get out to a lot of ears and eyes and we'll post about it. Um, you know, let us know, but you know, it's just to look nation. You can't, you can you can't see Tyler. I mean, we'll, we'll try to get a video of him. But I mean, this is he, this is a trustworthy guy, right? This looks like a guy who you know he put, puts his pants on one leg at a time and is really looking to help the hobby out here because he's one of us, right? It's somebody who was doing this himself and wanted nothing more than the grading process the way that it was to work, right? And it didn't. And you know, I guess he had the resources to uh, to try to do something about it. So we need more of that. So thank you, Tyler. We appreciate oh, it. You. you know, we hope to support you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now ah, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.